January 27th. Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 1 through 20. Here's what's going on here in Matthew 18. We'll read about greatness. You know, a child totally depends on others and must live by faith. An unspoiled child accepts his position in life, enjoys it, and does not try to act like someone older. He will be greatest who has the least idea he is great. The way we treat children, including those who are children in the faith, indicates how much humility we practice. Do we receive them or despise them? Do we imitate them or cause them to stumble by our bad example? It was a sheep, not a lamb, that went astray. We'll read about truthfulness, speaking the truth in love. That's the secret of maintaining Christian fellowship. The longer we resist, the more people we involve in the problem. Humility and honesty must work together in producing harmony. And now, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. January 27, Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 20. About that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Which of us is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a small child over to him and put the child among them. Then he said, I assure you, unless you turn from your sins and become as little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who trusts in me to lose faith, it would be better for that person to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone tied around his neck. How terrible it will be for anyone who causes others to sin. Temptation to do wrong is inevitable but how terrible it will be for the person who does the tempting. So if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better to enter heaven cripple or lame than to be thrown into the unquenchable fire with both of your hands and feet. And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better to enter heaven half-blind than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell. Beware that you don't despise a single one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels are always in the presence of my heavenly Father. If a shepherd has one hundred sheep, and one wanders away and is lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the ninety-nine others and go out into the hills to search for the lost one? And if he finds it, he will surely rejoice over it more than over the ninety-nine that didn't wander away. In the same way, it is not my heavenly Father's will that even one of these little ones should perish. If another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the fault. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you are unsuccessful, Take one or two others with you and go back again, so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If that person still refuses to listen, 
take your case to the church. If the church decides you are right, but the other person won't accept it, treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. I tell you this, whatever you prohibit on earth is prohibited in heaven, and whatever you allow on earth is allowed in heaven. I also tell you this, if two of you agree down here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together because they are mine, I am there among them. Psalm 22, verses 19 through 31. We'll read here about the coronation. Christ shares the blessings of Calvary with His church, with Israel, and with the whole world. We must get the message out to every nation that Jesus Christ is Savior and King. The Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Psalm 22, verses 19 through 31. O Lord, do not stay away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Rescue me from a violent death. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. Then I will declare the wonder of your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among all your people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored the suffering of the needy. He has not turned and walked away. He has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you among all the people. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise Him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to Him. People from every nation will bow down before Him. For the Lord is King. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Let all mortals, those born to die, bow down in His presence. Future generations will also serve Him. Our children will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those yet unborn. They will hear about everything He has done. Proverbs chapter 5, verses 15 through 21. Drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. Why spill the water of your springs in public, having sex with just anyone? You should reserve it for yourselves. Don't share it with strangers. Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a loving doe, a graceful deer. Let her breasts satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Why be captivated, my son, with an immoral woman, or embrace the breasts of an adulterous woman? For the Lord sees clearly what a man does, examining every path he takes. Psalm 22, verses 15-21